We are here. And Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Phone lines are open. We have Jason Toy, our producer, this afternoon. We appreciate him as we are uh, getting back from the New Year's. And uh, I think this will be the first time that we've all been together in our building uh, since the holidays. And the first thing that hits us today is we find out that Marshall University making the announcement that the contract of head football coach Doc Holliday not going to be renewed. And really, first hint we got of this came from Doc Holliday himself. He sent out a tweet informing everyone that uh, the president of Marshall University, Dr. Jerome Gilbert, announced to him that his contract would not be renewed, and then he went to thank everyone involved in his career. And then the university started to um, send its material out confirming that that was the case. And we were trying to figure out what was going on. You know, was this just because the contract was coming up and university wanted to go in the different direction? And then you saw some other things come out. Pete Thamel from Yahoo, he tweeted this out, and this really got people going. He said the decision to remove Doc Holliday at Marshall came from above the athletic director's head as it was orchestrated by the governor and the board. So he puts that out, and all of a sudden we're trying to figure out, okay, where did this come from? Is that the case? And that's what his sources said. So the news comes out. We see this. There's a lot of speculation that maybe it didn't come from Mike Hamrick or the athletic department. It came from above the athletic department. And then I put the request in. One, uh, Mike Hamrick wasn't available. Uh, His comment was in the release that he wanted to thank Don Holliday for the leadership he has provided this program over the past 11 seasons. He added, in addition to his success on the field, he ran a clean program, graduated his student-athletes, and prepared young men for life after football. So that was his statement. But then we reached out to the president's office trying to get a a comment about the speculation that this came above him. This came from the governor and specifically the the board of, of governors and the release comes out from the president's office that there's a search committee that's being formed, and Mike Hamrick's going to be head of that search committee. So that cleared up a question there as far as, okay, what's the status of Mike Hamrick? Because his contract is coming up as well. And so in the short term, at least, we know that Mike Hamrick will still be involved in the athletic department. So that cleared that up. Then in the release... President Gilbert said, quote, just to be clear, there was no outside influence in this decision. I consulted with the athletic director and made this decision. So he's already trying to squash that, that no, this didn't come from the Board of Governors. This didn't come from Jim Justice. This came from me. I'm the one who consulted with Mike Hamrick. I'm the one that made this decision. So he's taking ownership of this. Now, that's going to at least clear up some speculation, but not all. There will be a lot of people who will speculate. And 
infer that maybe he didn't ultimately have the say. Maybe this came down or he's doing what was asked of him. And so now here we are. There's a search committee that's going to be formed. It will be presented to the president. The president then will present a contract to the Board of Governors for approval. And that's where we're at as far as the process. Doc Holliday, love him or hate him. And I've talked to a lot of you, and there were mixed feelings here. I mean, here's what he's done. 85 and 54. He's 6-2 and two in bowls. The last two bowls were not successful for Marshall. And I understand why there was a lot of anger and hurt and angst and mixed feelings here. I get that. You want to win your games. But I mean, this is the Conference USA Coach of the Year twice, 2020 and 2014. American Football Coaches Association Region 4 Coach of the Year. East Division champions, Marshall, 2013, 14, and 20. Conference USA Championship, though, 2014, which is thrown around, though. That's been thrown around as only one championship in 11 seasons. I, I hear that a lot. And that's one more than a lot of coaches have. So keep that in mind. Six bowl wins, as we mentioned. I mean, that's pretty good here, Marshall. Six bowl wins. You want to win them all, but still six six is pretty good. 43 all-conference USA first-team selections, 28 second-team selections, 44 honorable mention picks. You had 26 all-freshman team selections. You had 13 players selected for Conference USA's Top Individual Player of the Year awards. And... You had a team at one point had three straight seasons with 10 or more victories from 2013 to 15, 13 and 1 in 2014 with that Conference USA title. And of course, you got the bowl win as well. And you've been to eight bowls, won six of them. So that's what, you know, I'm sure I've missed a lot here. And I've seen on social media today, and this is all anecdotal, but players have come out in support of, of Coach and talked about what a better person they are because of Doc Holliday. And that's where we're at here. Now, is this the right move for Marshall University? And I want to hear your opinion. The phone line's open. If this is not the day for you to have your say, you should never say again. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The floor is open for you. I mean, this is it. This is your opportunity. Consider this your moment If you think this is a bad decision, here's the floor. If you think this is a good decision, here's the floor. And I'm going to stand back. Floor is yours. Again, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We'll get your phone calls when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. That's the number to dial in to be a part of today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We go to the phones. Let's start things out. We go to Canova. Matt's joining us. Go ahead. You're on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul, it's great to talk to you again, man. Good talking to you, Matt. So what's your take on Doc Holliday today? Uh, to be completely honest, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an alum, a lifelong fan. Uh, and so 
I'm kind of torn in between the two sides because I think Doc Holliday did an admirable job as the head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd. I think he cared about this school. I think he cared about his players. And I think that and from the times that I've, you know, very occasionally been in contact with uh, Coach Holiday through, like, meet and greets and stuff, he's been a kind gentleman and a good guy. Um, I just feel that Marshall is spinning its wheels, though. Um, we see – and I know that we always talk about the glory years, but that's unfortunately for some people when I grew up, you know. And so I became spoiled by MAC championship after MAC championship. I became spoiled by that. And I understand that that's not the way Marshall's always been. But you hate to see when you've reached a certain level to just plateau. You know, Marshall missed out on the last round of, of uh, conference realignment. It is painfully obvious that Conference USA is probably the worst conference in FBS. Uh, as much as it pains me that Marshall is in that conference, it, it's pretty much a national joke, especially after going 0-5 in bowl season. The Sun Belt's even overtaken Conference USA. And Marshall won one conference championship in holidays 11 years in the weakest conference in FBS. And so I understand the reasoning of people saying he's been successful. You know, I was a uh, – Pat Ford or Forty, however you pronounce his name, I've never actually heard it pronounced. Um, you know, he was shocked on Twitter about Doc Holliday being let go, and the people under that that aren't Marshall fans, just like you know, follow college sports casually, they were shocked as well. Like, look at his bowl record. Look at this. I get that he won bowls, and again, I am I'm I'm kind of in the middle. I I want Doc, I wanted Doc Holliday to succeed. But you kind of look at it as Marshall has been spinning its wheels in mediocrity in Conference USA. And I don't know if it was the right decision. I don't know who they're going to get to replace Doc. We, we've all read the message boards that have been freaking out all day. But what kind of person is going to come and take Marshall to the next level? And that, that's kind of the way I look at it. Holiday was getting on in years. So you hope as an alumni and a fan that there's going to be a guy that wants to take Marshall to that next level because – Quite honestly, as I said, Marshall missed out on the last realignments. They should be in the American at least by now, in my opinion. You know, we saw East Carolina make that jump. We've seen Cincinnati go to a na almost a, pretty much a national powerhouse. Look what they did this year, uh, even though they blew the bowl game. Um, you know, Cincinnati, those were teams that we were comparable with. We used to play and beat Cincinnati in bowls and in the regular season. And it seems that we've been left behind the teams that we used to be comparable with. Well, Buffalo definitely is one of those teams that used the throttle. Uh -huh. So I understand the sting there. Cincinnati, you see what they've been able to do. They, I think part of this Conference USA, though, to be fair, I think the resources in Conference USA are not as good as the resources in the American. The Sun Belt has become a little bit more focused. They're not, they're not looking for teams that come into the Sun Belt. They're pretty laser-focused right now. The Mid-American Conference is going to be the Mid-American Conference. And so I think that's yeah. part of the problem. No matter the coach you bring in next, it's going to be a problem with resources because what were you paying Doc, uh, under a million? What are you going to have to pay the new coach yeah, that comes in? Yeah, I believe uh, last I saw, and I may be wrong, you would know more than I do, but I think it was a, a three-quarters of a million, like 750000 or around there. And so, yeah, I mean, you make a perfect point about, you know, the MAC and the Sun Belt. And, you know, Conference USA is just lagging so far behind. 
in regards to what those other conferences have. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Conference USA make you share your bowl money with every other team in the conference? Yeah, what happens there is to make every team whole, so that way you don't lose on your bowl. And so it's put into a, a general fund, and then, of course, it's paid back out to you. You're going to get a you know, higher percentage of your bowl money than you know, everyone else does. It's not 100% 50-50 across the board or, or parceled out. What happens here is uh, Conference USA makes you whole when it comes to your, your bowl, so you don't lose money because there have been times where Marshall lost money in the Mid-American Conference. Just to be fair, oh, Marshall lost money yeah, in that, some of those games. That does not surprise me in the least. And, you know, one final thing I'll say about the conference um, and why this is not – I hate to say it as a guy that loves the herd. It's not an attractive job uh, to an outsider. I mean, yes, we have the – you know, we have a tradition, and Doc is Doc deserves 100% of the credit for bringing Marshall more attention in regards to actually playing the 75 game and pushing that on the kids and showing what this university is about. I will never say anything negative about that aspect of, of, of his coaching. But when you look at the conference, let's look at basketball. I love basketball. I have to pay. If I want to watch Marshall basketball, I have to buy CUSA TV and stream it off the Internet with home court announcers. And I'm not, you know, I'm not bashing, like, you know, but – you know, Louisiana Tech uh, broadcast got a lot of attention on Twitter, you know, and so it is such a Mickey Mouse broadcasting deal that it, it's kind of an embarrassment to be a part of that conference at times. ESPN Plus right now is uh, the, the highlight CBS Sports Network, CUSA TV. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what the revenue share is there, but I'm sure Marshall's getting a percentage of that as far as – what money is being made, but you're right. This is this is different than having your game on a, a normal cable or satellite package. It's it's different. It's yeah. not like tuning into ESPN. The problem here with that package is you don't find Marshall or stumble across Marshall. You have to go look for Marshall, and so you can't build a program that way. I mean, the people who are pulling up Conference USA TV or ESPN Plus are the people who want to see your product. No one else. Yeah. And that's a, I think no that's, a, that's a sticking part. With, it had nothing to do with Doc Holliday, but that's a sticking part with this conference. The TV package is not good enough. And so, yeah, you're no, right. This terrible. might be a tough sell for a lot of coaches. But then again, this might be a golden opportunity for an up-and-coming coach. You ever thought about that? Here's the, um, here's the platform for you to show you got what it takes, and then you move on to the higher-level program, the job that you really want. I was. I even had that conversation with some coworkers today. You know, we're all Marshall alums, and of course, when the news hit, we started discussing it. And you, you, there seems to be. How do I say this nicely without making half of your audience angry? <laughs> there seems to be some people that are delusional about the Marshall job. You know, they want to bring in somebody that's committed, that's going to stay here for years and years and years. And then you have the other side, which the side that I was arguing from is you have to be willing to take on a coach and hope that he is awesome. And then you want other teams to be bidding on your coach because that means he has brought you success. You know, we talk about um, talk about Coastal Carolina's coach, how he did sign an extension and all. But Coastal Carolina 
isn't a school where you're going to be like, all right, this guy is going to be our coach for 20 years and he's going to win us all these championships. That's a stepping stone job. And though I love Marshall and I think it's more than a stepping stone, we have to come to the conclusion that we can hire a young up-and-coming coach and hope that he hits it out of the ballpark. Hope that those big power five schools are coming and calling because that means he's put us back on the map. All right, Matt, thanks for your call. We appreciate it. Let's free the phone lines up for you, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Let's break some of that down. Do you think Marshall was an attractive job? Do you think this is a job where an up-and-coming coach would look at and say, look, I can probably cut my teeth at Marshall, make some noise, maybe make a run, be one of the preeminent group of five teams like now Coastal Carolina this season, now like UCF has been traditionally over the last few years, like Cincinnati is trying to be, like Boise State has been for several years as far as those teams that are always knocking on the door that are getting conversation, getting consideration for, not going to happen, but the playoff, at least an access bowl. Is this a program, is Marshall a program in 2021 that can be all of those things? And can this program find the resources to be that program? Because this is going to cost money. You're not getting a coach to come in for less. You're going to have to spend money. And if you're going to get a a hot assistant or someone who is from a major program to leave that major program to take this job as a stepping stone, a place to go to prove you can be a head coach at a higher level program, then you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to make a few more dollars show up in that paycheck. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We've got more on the way here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines. Those phone numbers, once again, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The story today, the only story today, Marshall University announcing the contract of head football coach Doc Holliday not renewed, and a search committee is being formed to identify candidates to lead the school's football program. And despite some reports that Marshall University's Board of Governors and Governor Jim Justice had some influence in the decision to not renew the contract of Doc Holliday. Marshall University President Jerome Gilbert in a release today said, quote, just to be clear, there was no outside influences in this decision. I consulted with the athletic director and made the decision. Our phone line again, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Patrick is up next. Go ahead, Patrick. You're on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Um, like the previous caller, I kind of mixed emotions. Um, I feel like Doc Holliday plateaued. He was a 7-8 win coach. He was consistent. There was a lot of things positive, especially at a G5 that he did. However, I think the fan base wants to get back to the glory days of double digits um, wins, multiple conference championships, and at the end of the day, it just was he was successful but not near enough. And uh, 
I don't know. I'm rather surprised by the uh, timing of it, given, you know, the tight budgets due to the pandemic. Um, it's definitely bold, but uh, I definitely am kind of uh, torn on this move at this And that's an interesting comment. The budget, can you fire a coach in a pandemic? And that was uh, speculation across the nation early on when football was ramping back up. Can you make decisions like this now? And a lot of the talking heads said, no, you can't do that. Well, a lot of coaches have been let go since, and Doc Holliday is now one of them. But you're going to have to spend more, right? You want to get a coach that can come in and take the program to the next level and do things that maybe you thought Doc Holliday couldn't do. You're going to have to spend money and Where's the money coming from? That's the big question for me right there. No, I actually totally agree. And a lot of times you see a lot of the, you know, hot takes from the fans. But I really think, and I don't think it's necessarily right to ask the fan base to do this, but to do what has been done today is a very bold move that you need to stop, uh, really step up, even without the um, administration asking you to. But there should be a groundswell of uh, donations coming in in spite of the pandemic. Because really, the way the move today almost signifies something you'd see out of the SEC, and uh, fans can't come back and be like, "Ah, oh, we can't open up the pocketbooks right now and help get a coach." Because I really think to get a legitimate coach, even though it's not guaranteed, you're going to have to spend significantly more. You know, not just on the head coach, but more importantly, on the uh, staff as well. Because if you don't have great coordinators, um, I don't know. I, I just I'm hoping that. The uh, fan base and the school didn't bite off more than they uh, could chew. All right, Patrick, thank you. Appreciate your phone call, and you now can join the program at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Who do I have next, Jason? Let's do this old-fashioned. Oh, okay, you wrote it down. Thank you. Bill. Bill (laughs) is checking in. Bill, go ahead. You're on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'll tell your producer I'm an easy name to spell. In case you misspelled it, I'll, I'll teach him, okay? Okay, B-I-L-L. Okay, he's got it. I mean, come on. Okay, you got he, it. He got played it. football yeah. at Marshall, okay? He played football at Marshall. Okay, okay. Anyway, uh, uh, I was going to say is that uh, the one thing that you keep hearing from the fan base, and me included, is that for the majority of uh, Coach Holiday's tenure here, the offense has been definitely challenged. You know, we had a couple – you know, you know, offensively explosive years with Cato. Um, you know, the, there's flashes of uh, you know some some offense in the Litton years, and the last three quarterbacks here have, uh, looks like they've regressed as the season's gone along. So I I think if um, I, I think the one thing is the offense. I also think that probably if. Uh, if Hurt hadn't laid an egg in uh, in the championship game, probably they wouldn't have made this decision this year. They'd have probably extended them a year, and that's just that's just my ignorant opinion. I mean, right now you look at what Doc was able to do. The team crashed the last three games, but you're named Coach of the Year in Conference USA. You play for a championship. You are named to the American Football Coaches Association Region 4 honor. You have a lot of things going your way. If you win the bowl game, you might be fine. If you keep the national ranking, you might be fine. But, I mean, as it is, I don't know if there was um, 
going to be a good time to make this decision? I mean, do you extend him a year and hear the yeah, fans complain, yeah. or do you let him go? But either way, there are going to be fans who are happy and not happy with the decision today. Well, I think I think if you I think if you uh, look in on either the two uh, boards right here, most of the most of the armchair quarterbacks are would be happy about the decision. I'm not particularly happy with the decision per se because I think. I think there are a lot of positives about uh, Coach Holiday's tenure here, but uh, the fact remains is that he's pretty much hosed a few games, more than a few games, his share of games from game management, and goes back to you know his his offenses has just often been just non-existent, stagnant, <laughs> sort of playing prevent offenses at the, uh, the coin of phrase. And that you know, turned you know, you know, looked like at the beginning, you know, he was looking to you know open up things, and then he turned into we're going to win with special teams and defense type of coach, and that doesn't exactly get Marshall fans. That's not hurt football. I mean, if you go back through the Snyder years, for the better part of sixteen years, we haven't seen the hurt football, with one notable exception, that was uh, twenty fourteen. So that's that's the thing. I mean, for those of us who are fans, and there's one question that you might be able to uh, shed some light on. We're scheduled to be on Fox Sports for a basketball game. What network is that actually on? Because the regional networks are some other name. I mean, where, where can you find it on a cable or satellite dial? FS1, FS2. Because I haven't looked that far ahead, to be honest with you. You you know you know you know the well, I, I know FS, right now. Yeah, FS, I have FS one, FS two, but I don't think they're they're showing a, a conference USA game for those nights. I'll, I'll double check. But I mean, you know, what Fox Network is it a regional? Is it a stadium network? Is it a regional sports network? What is it? We don't know. You know for sure. So that's. You know, that kind of gets into uh, the sports information department at Marshall, making sure that's up on the website. You know, where exactly can you find it for those of us who want to tune in? Well, to, to defend them, and they're, they're pretty good at defending themselves, but to defend them, it might not be released yet. It could be FS1. It could be FS2. Uh, it could be one of the regional networks. It might not have been announced yet, uh, so that's one I'm going to have to definitely – follow up on and get that information. But they're pretty good once um you know, once they get everything situated, putting that out on, yeah. on at least on the website. But uh Fox Sports, F S one, F S two or or one of the regionals. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine right now. And uh so I mean that's and that's but the Fox regionals are really Sinclair now. So it's kinda like and you know, it's gonna be on stadium. You know, as the, if you find the information out I would I would assume you're going to spend the rest of your waking hours doing it. Please, actually, please, uh, announce I'll, I'll on tell there. you this. Um, according to Charlotte's website, stadium. Yeah. So is that our local stadium now? You get picked up on the on the uh, airways, or is that going to be stadium that you pick up on Stir or or Pluto? What, that's a good stadium? question. That I don't have the answer to. Uh, all I know is. Yeah. Uh, Marshall's website right now has Fox Sports Networks. Charlotte's website has Stadium as the network to watch. And, of course, if you can't find it, we've got it for you right here. Yeah, well, I was going to say as per, I think it was Matt's call, that's a problem. 
You can't find it right now. I can't predict where it's at. You're still playing. Where's Waldo trying to find the broadcast? I will find so out for that, you, though. That, that'll be my mission this week because uh, I'll have a conversation with those folks tomorrow anyway. Uh, so I'll find out if we can nail that down for you. I don't have it here. But, uh, okay. yeah, right now I think but, it's stadium. Uh, I would think it would be local stadium. But, again, I don't know until uh, the release comes out. Okay. Much appreciated. And, uh, again, my main point is offensively challenged. Noted, and uh, we will see if other folks want to share that opinion. Thanks, Bill. You can join the program as well, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More coming up, The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our phone lines this hour, Miller Lite, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We've had some good calls so far. We want more of them. Marshall making the announcement today. And let me reset the timeline. Doc Holliday sends out the tweet first that he was informed by the president of Marshall, Jerome Gilbert, that his contract would not be renewed. Marshall then sends out the release confirming that Marshall's contract with Doc would not be renewed. And Mike Hamrick, athletic director in the release, said that he wanted to thank Doc Holliday for the leadership he has provided the program over the past 11 seasons. Also added that in addition to his success on the field, he ran a clean program, graduated as student-athletes, and prepared young men for life after football. And I think that was important to Mike Hammer. The fact that the program was clean, you didn't hear about too much that ever went on with players. And, of course, student-athletes across the country, they're going to be young men. However, you heard Marshall, for the most part, seemed like it was run pretty clean. You had a lot of players come through get a lot of accolades, you win the East Division three times, but the big one, the Conference USA Championship itself, you win that in 2014, and that's the one that gets pointed to. One victory. Doc Holliday, in his time, the past 11 seasons, won Conference USA Championship. And so that, I think, has really been a sticking point with the fan base. I mean, Doc was 85-54. and 54. He was 6-2 in bowls. What if Doc was 8-0 in bowls? What if he won the last two? What if Doc wins that Conference USA championship? What if, and let's just be honest, what if Marshall was in the conversation up until the selection show for one of those at-large spots? I mean, a few things could have happened differently, and Doc Holliday's still here. It sounded like he wanted to continue on. He wanted to take, take a couple weeks, think about it, get his bearings, and it didn't sound like that he wanted to go. If you read his statement, you look at his statement and you think, okay, here's a guy that he misses Marshall already. He wanted to be a part of Marshall and he wanted to come back. I mean, he's done some things that no other coach has done. For example, every time Marshall plays near or on the anniversary of the plane crash, that game has taken on new significant meaning. I mean, that was a huge doing of Doc Holliday. But you look at his statement, and I'll read it to you. 
He said, I am informed that Marshall President Dr. Jerry Gilbert will not be extending my contract as head football coach at Marshall University. To Athletic Director Mike Hamrick and former University President Dr. Stephen Kopp, thank you for the opportunity in naming me Marshall's 30th head football coach 11 years ago. And then he goes on to thank a lot of people and the students, and he's proud of what they've accomplished. And he concluded, as the head football coach for Marshall, I've always strived to build and leave the program better than I found it. The program and players are the most important thing, most important than any individual coach or staff who has the privilege to be in Huntington. I'm proud to leave the program in a great place. We took a lot of pride in building a winning and clean program by doing things the right way with the goal of making Marshall and this community proud. Did Doc Holliday, in your mind, leave the program in the right way? Did he leave it better than he found it? That's the question. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. What do you think? Do you think the university made the wrong decision at this time? Could this have been a... Okay, Doc, we're going to renew your contract for a year, but we're going to phase out. We want to move on to another coach, give him an opportunity to have one more year. Do you do that, or do you just cut ties completely? Which what Marshall's done, which the president has done. And we tried to get the president on today, not available, so he released his statement to us, and we're hoping that we can follow up here the next few days. But, again, there's a lot of conspiracy theories going on right now. There might be some truth to them that this is being orchestrated by the Board of Governors and this is being orchestrated by the Governor Jim Justice, that this is a possibility that these individuals, this group of, of governors on the board and, of course, Jim Justice himself wanted this to happen. So conspiracy theory or not, there was an attempt back in 2017, it's well documented, that there was some dissatisfaction with Doc Holliday. And I know a lot of fans would have loved to see Bob Pruitt come back for a second run. I mean, you think Bob Pruitt would take the job? I, I don't think that's a possibility, to be quite honest. But that was the hope a few years ago. And so now, I mean, here's a coach just coming off probably one of the most heartbreaking seasons. And here's a coach coming off a heartbreaking season, but nationally ranked receiving consideration in the championship playoff rankings. I mean, here's a, a lot of positives about this coach that you can you can take away. But at the same time, you go back to bowl loss, the Buffalo. That's never happened. You're not losing the Buffalo, a program that you were beating years ago. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Jeremy's on the line. Go ahead. You're on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Uh, yeah, hey, Paul. I just wanted to let that guy know uh, that uh, basketball game is most likely going to be on uh, AT&T uh, Pittsburgh or Fox Sports Ohio. It's on the Fox Sports Regionals. Okay. The uh, reason why they call it stadium, it was actually it's a stadium broadcast, but uh, the Fox Sports Regionals picked up the stadium broadcast. Uh, so it's not going to be on FS1, FS2, anything like that. Uh, so just check the Fox Regionals. And it actually comes out on the Common USA website on Wednesday, a whole list of regionals uh, from all across the country that uh, uh, you, you will carry the game. So if there's anybody that's listening to it on podcasts in a different place, uh, that'll tell you 
uh, what broadcast network to uh, watch it on. And uh, real quickly, I think this was really spearheaded a lot by the president uh, coming in here. Um, my cousin worked with him a lot down in Mississippi State, uh, where he came from, and she told me how much that he loved to win. Um, and of course, everybody loves to win. So I hope that uh, you know. I hope that he, he he does what he needs to do, and maybe gets another coach in here. The only I, I love Doc, and he was one of the nicest guys the times that I met him. Uh, the only problem I had this season was I know something happened in the season, and he didn't control it. So if you're losing control of the program, then I think it's time to go in a different direction. I, I really hope that we get kind of maybe. Uh, uh, an, an already established coach, maybe somebody that's already been at a level like a Coastal Carolina uh, or something like that um, that would want to maybe take a step up. I really don't want to see Chad in here. I don't think he's going to be our savior, and I hope that you know with the, the committee that they're not going to do that. Um, but the, one other thing about the president loving women, um, my my cousin always told me to tell Gilbert hello if I ran into him. So I ran into him, I ran into him in the West Lot right before the Rice game, and uh, we we talked. And I told him about how I had the connection with my cousin. But the last thing he told me uh, was that he hoped that we won the game. And whenever I've talked to any president before, normally it's like you know, thanks for your support, whatever. But the fact that he told me that he hoped that we won the game and we didn't get a win for the rest of the season, I think that was Doc's final nail. Do you but, think uh, that? Thanks so much, Paul, for all that you do, man. Jeremy, let me ask you, do you think that this was the right time for this move to be made, especially with the pandemic and trying to figure out I, we're going to pay for all this? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how to pay for it. Maybe the Board of Governors got the, has a big wallet. Maybe the President has a big wallet. and they, They're going to you know, <laughs> cover whatever they need to cover. I think it, it, it's the last year in his contract. I think that's the time to move on. I mean, that, you might sign into maybe – I don't know if Doc wants to be here that bad. Maybe he'll sign a one-year deal. But you really don't see any deals like that anymore, Paul. You see multiple years. And I don't see putting multiple years into a coach that you know isn't really the right fit anymore. He was starting to lose control like we've seen this this season. You, know, you, can't, you don't have a team that good, and then you can't win another game. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it was the right decision. I, as much as I hate it, as much I mean, he, he's been a friendly guy to me any time that I met him. But it, you got you have to do what you need to do to keep consistent winning at Marshall. All right, Jeremy, thank you. Appreciate your phone call. That's Jeremy's thoughts that the president wants to win, and of course Doc Holliday winning the first seven nationally ranked, and then it just falls apart, and that might have been the final nail in his coffin. You lose the bowl game. You lose the Conference USA Championship. You can bounce back from that. You lose that game. You still have the bowl game to bounce back. You don't win the bowl game. And, of course, some programs didn't even have an opportunity for a bowl. What would have happened here if Marshall was one of those programs that didn't have a bowl? Would this have delayed the inevitable? But you have that game instead. On Christmas Day, the Herd fans are ready to open up their bowl victory on Christmas Day and instead – Guess what? Marshall loses that game, loses to a program that went in the Mid-American Conference. You were able to beat soundly for years. And I think that's what really rubs salt in the wound for a lot of Herd fans, the fact that Marshall losing games that the fan base feel shouldn't be losing. 
that it's okay to lose, but you're losing games to opponents that you feel like you shouldn't be losing to, or how do these programs jump above the herd? How did these programs find a way to be better? And then you look at what happened at UAB. UAB loses its football program, and then it comes back, and you win two out of three Conference USA championships. Think about it. A lot of Hurt fans have high expectations. That's going to do it for this edition. Don't forget, back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Still to come, statewide sports line, followed by the Dan D'Antoni Show. It's all right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Good night, everyone.